right, y'all. Welcome to another episode of the Unapologetically Black Gaming Podcast. The only podcast here to tell you if you still haven't taken down your your Christmas tree, your holiday tree, please take that shit down. Um, people are talking about you in the neighborhood. I'm your host, Infamous Hood Rat with the Heart of Gold himself, Cortez Washington, and I'm joined by a special guest. Uh, this person, you can catch them on Twitch. They are a content creator, but not only with their own content, but you can also catch them being the Guardian's mental health ambassador and also doing stuff with uh, SideQuest. Please show some love to Mosh Pat. Hello. Oh, great. Great. How you doing, man? Good. How are you? I'm good, you know, just enjoying, like we were saying earlier, just enjoying this lazy Saturday and excited to talk to you and get your story and learn about all the stuff you're doing. So uh, first things first, I always ask the guests this, what is your first game in memory? So like, what was the first game you played that was uh, not necessarily like, oh, I'm going to do this as a career path, but more along the lines of like, oh, this is going to be one of my favorite hobbies to do. My oldest gaming memory is honestly, so I have a twin sister. It's me and my twin sister playing Madden 04, knowing like next to nothing about how football works. <laughs> <laughs> but just because we were super competitive and our parents bought us that game because my dad really liked football. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Hey, Madden 04 was the be- best, hands down. That was the one with Michael Vick on the cover. Oh, yeah. One of the better soundtracks. <laughs> yeah. They had Outkast on there. They had a bunch Yo. of people on there. Yeah. I think that one had, uh, I think that was the year that they used, uh, EA ended up using Freeway's uh, flip side on both that and the NBA Live. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is, they know what they're doing. But oh, so, it was so good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I think that's when EA was like, oh, shit, we can start putting up the same game every year. They won't say nothing. So let's just keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody still has said anything. <laughs> nobody said anything. Oh man. Oh. So um that's that's great to hear like you got that first taste with a like Madden and just like that uh experience. Um how did it lead to like going from like playing Madden with your sister? Um I wanted to ask a bunch of twin questions, but I feel like that would take up the whole podcast. So I'm gonna leave that oh, alone. No, you're fine. <laughs> any questions you want. Oh one, I got one twin question. Um Okay. When you fall, does she does she call you and be like, "You okay?" No, because well, I, let's say back when we were kids, she may have been the reason I fell. So okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I knew um, I had a teacher, and she told me that she had a, she has like a identical twin, and she was like, "Yeah, my arm was hurting." One day, and I called my sister. Turns out she was in a, a, a terrible car accident, and her, oh, gosh. she broke her arm. And I was like, "Wow, that's that weird twin stuff." But mm, I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, no, we 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 don't have that. Luckily, I <laughs> I get into more stuff than she does, and if that happened, she'd be in a lot of pain. I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> just just watching TV, like, oh man, my ankle hurt really bad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um, what so like what uh, what was that first taste of like you going into this pathway of like being a content creator? How did that origin story start of you becoming uh, the content creator that you are right now? And um, so, how did it? Oh, also as a follow up question was like what what made you want to pivot towards being focused on like charity streaming too? So content creation has been something that like I kind of subconsciously dipped into. Mm -hmm. Um, A long, long time ago, there was this thing attached to Twitter called Periscope. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I remember and that. <laughs> Periscope used to be just a lawless wasteland. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I for some reason, decided I was going to point my phone at my TV and just stream me playing Mass Effect 3 DLC. Mm. <laughs> like, and my friends just like came and watched. I was like, wait, this is a thing I could do? I could just like hang out in my bedroom and play Mass Effect and mm. like hang out with my friends online. It's like, cool. So I kept that in the back of my mind. Fast forward. I just recently moved out of my parents' house. I was working a full-time job. I had just graduated. Well, not just graduated college, but I had graduated college, got a job, left that job, mm-hmm. all that stuff. So I was just looking for something to do. And I kept seeing like live streamers just pop up on like social media. I'm just like, oh, this looks like an interesting thing. I've like dabbled in this before. Um, and I ended up going on Mixer through that way. Mm. Um, hung around on Mixer for a bit before making a jump over to Twitch. I I wasn't there when Mixer met its end. Mm. But uh after that, I kind of hung around on Twitch for a little while. Um, throughout Mixer and Twitch, mostly what I did was Destiny 2 content and mm-hmm. like some WWE game content and stuff like that. Um I kind of fell into charity streaming through Destiny content. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um Guardians Mental Health is a 501c3 charity that specializes in mental health, but they have mostly basis in the Destiny community. So I had a couple of friends, one friend in particular, Molly Funk, she uh, she was doing charity things with them and she had reached out to me because at the time I was like, I was what I would consider like a smaller streamer. I didn't mm-hmm. really have like any kind of I, I felt like I couldn't make an impact if I did mm-hmm. anything like that, but she reached out to me and kind of encouraged me to do it. <clears throat> um, Once that happened, she uh, introduced me to Guardians Mental Health and we got together. I like started showing up on their charity streams and I was raising like weird amounts of money for somebody my size. Mm-hmm. Um, weird in the sense that like I didn't know I could make that impact I everything that I, like led me up to that moment mm-hmm. is been fueled by wanting to do some form of good yeah. um, IRL I'm in the medical field because I wanted to like help people um, and there have been instances where like I haven't gotten a chance to help people or something gets in the way and I just kind of find another way to help people. Mm-hmm. So like this mixing these two avenues of my want to help people and my like budding appreciation for content creation kind of came together and I started doing more and more charity streams, mostly through Guardians of Mental Health. Mm-hmm. I ended up doing a charity stream that was reached out to me, um, I believe in regards to Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. That was kind of what got me into doing individual charity streams of my own. Mm-hmm. Um, applied to SideQuest, which also does charity streaming, and got into that stream team. And it's it's been it's it's been a pretty good ride. Um, I like I just like helping people. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, that's amazing. And it's good to hear that like you were able to tap into what you were comfortable with. And the thing that you were actually like, what was like your expertise was like, okay, I can do this. I can do content creation. I can like stream and like keep this going, but also keep people also gather people to raise funds for something good, which is, which is always dope as hell to hear. Um, I want to, uh, ask a question i want to get back to the charity stream and stuff but what's your favorite wwe game i heard you mention that so what's your favorite uh, what's all time my favorite of all time is actually the original smackdown versus raw really oh. i don't know if it's nostalgia uh-huh <laughs> but uh there is and i know it's never gonna get remade because mm-hmm. of like people that are in the game but <laughs> yeah just like the nostalgia of i'm really i'm really into character creation so like Mm -hmm. any game that lets me make a character and like go into the world i thoroughly enjoy so like when i got i got smackdown versus ross a birthday present from my one of my older sisters Mm -hmm. um she didn't know that much about wrestling i used to watch wrestling Every Monday night, um, I would watch Raw. I would like take control of the uh, the living room. I was like, "Mom, Dad, you all can't come in here. Nope, nobody's coming in here. I'm watching me some WWE Monday Night Raw." Mm. And I would sit like five inches away from the TV, <laughs> watch wrestling. And so they, she didn't really know what to get me. We had a PS2 at the time, mm-hmm. um, so she ended up getting me that game, and. There's just something nostalgic about making my character going through the season mode, like the mechanics of the game, mm-hmm. the hiding the fact that there were just half naked ladies dancing on the menu screen for my parents. Oh my goodness! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bra and panty matches. Oh my. Goodness. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> teenage Mosh got you know. Teenage Mosh was coasted over here, just like <laughs> bra and panties matches. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah that's I, I i loved that's when i was like in love with wrestling at the same time and like i loved uh my favorite was here comes the pain which is right oh, before yeah. right before smackdown versus raw turned in like was this thing and um that was one of my favorites just because that that be able to, to create your character but when you when you were able to create a finisher i was like oh yeah this is oh, it yeah. this is it the hell in the cell matches elimination chamber like all that stuff was fun but also it like coincide with like watching it and seeing like how dramatic because people don't understand dramatic uh wrestling is very dramatic like very very dramatic and i was watching like one day i was like kind of bored and i was watching like reruns of like actually i watched the royal rumble from 2008 on youtube they have the full royal rumble which is pretty dope and um i was like this is just like this the wrestling is like cw quality drama with <laughs> fights you know what i mean like very yeah. better choreographed fights <laughs> and the and cw is the opposite it's like cw drama like really like drawn out drama with like actually like good stories somewhat stories but then it's just like terrible fights like like arrow and them those shows have very bad fights so <laughs> i was just like appreciative and like I, I finally made that full circle and i was like damn this was this was the time to be alive <laughs> oh yeah yeah so um with uh so when you're doing stuff for like uh guardians mental health 
um i'm, I'm kind of curious about like that their programming and the things that they have that they offer because i know they do they focus on like helping people within the gaming community but um what are some of the things that they can like help somebody say like if somebody just wanted to check them out or something like that what what would they what would be something that would really draw them to there so guardians mental health does this neat thing where they send out mental health kits to people that sign up for them free of charge oh. um we send them out to the ambassadors too mm-hmm. and it just has like neat things in it breathing exercises ways to relax kind of like mindfulness tips it has kind of like fidget toys to like help with anxiety i have one here on my desk that i it's like an infinity cube that i just like play with half the time during stream Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's they're they're mostly about promoting mental health for gamers they do kind of cross paths i think recently they were doing something with veterans Mm -hmm. i know the one of the previous charity events that we did was in regards to raising money for like the veterans kits so like it's a stylized kit that we send out except it's specifically for veterans and kind of how to deal with anxiety ptsd and things of that nature but from a a perspective more so of a veteran and Mm. it's just kind of their main goal is just kind of to like promote mental health Mm. in general to have resources there's a massive discord server that they like direct people to professionals that need like or like instruct them towards those avenues things of that nature Mm. that's amazing yeah because that is really that is really dope and i like that they send out kits and like provide like those resources and those uh like that like community space too because i feel like a lot of people because i know a good chunk of people including myself use gaming as like a way of like deep decompressing like uh decompressing from the day you know like and um just relaxing and calming down but also like as a way to like zone out and not necessarily like get lost in because i know when i get like get like in an anxiety loop i know some things for me is the best thing for me to do is hop on the game and it helps like just clutter declutter my brain you know and it's great that they are not only providing resources but providing that community on discord and um also them tapping into uh veteran support is really amazing too because i know that's 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 something that really needs to be uh uplifted too as well Mm -hmm. and um so uh do you have any uh any things coming up uh soon i know you were uh i know uh, there are some things with uh, the Trans Women of Color Collective that you have coming up soon. Um, what is that? What's going to entail that? Like far as that charity campaign? Oh yeah, um, that's a campaign that we are doing for Team SideQuest. Um, okay. One of the stream teams that I'm on. Um, I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to do yet. I do know that I'm raising money for them. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I know I've got team members that are doing like different like group activities, tournaments. I I'm still like mentally recovering from the last charity drive that we did, which was actually this past week, um, mm-hmm. up through Valentine's Day. Not to date this podcast or anything, but <laughs> um, when we were raising money for it to write love in her arms, I was I kind of took the head on that one mm-hmm. and raised roughly around like helped raise roughly around two thousand six hundred, a little over dollars for that 
Um, Amazing. So I'm not entirely sure what I'm going to be doing for Mm -hmm. Trans Women of Color Collective, but Mm -hmm. I do know I'm going to be raising money for them. Yeah. How how does it compare as far as like being a member of a team doing a charity event or a charity campaign versus like you leading the charge on a charity campaign what's the what's the what's the how does that feel those differences between those two for you so it there's not really that much of a difference for me Mm -hmm. i i tend to be the type of person that like wants to have some form of charge wants to take charge and like wants to get things organized um so I'm on the staff for a team side quest and I kind of took I just had an idea that I wanted to like get people to interact with each other and kind of just group all our campaigns together and kind of just do some good together. Mm-hmm. And so I just threw out the idea of random Fortnite games and Dead by Daylight and just games that I knew everybody played in that community and just kind of taking charge that way. Mm-hmm. But regardless of if I was in charge or if not, I'd still be doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's dope. I like that. I like that vision of like taking people together and being like a collective force of like, hey, you all playing this game. Let's do it together. Let's let's raise some money. Let's throw it towards a good cause rather than being uh kind of like, which is not to say like it's not bad to do individual fundraisers because it is i mean in campaigns because that is still very 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 impactful um but like doing it the collective way is like bringing like all of your audiences together too which is pretty dope and bringing those people who are like oh i like them too you know and then actually it transitions to them becoming a fan of someone else at the same time too while also supporting something good so that's that's amazing to hear um with uh so side quest um could you just explain what SideQuest is just to some people who aren't familiar with it or uh, have came about it or came across it before? Sure. Um, so Team SideQuest is a stream team, a collective of streamers that primarily the purpose of the team is to raise money for charity, um, build a sense of community, kind of mm-hmm. interact with each other. But we all relatively have the same like positive vibe to us some are like more reserved than others um Mm. and like just it's just a team where we just all get along and raise money (laughs) yeah that's cool that's nice yeah you can't go wrong with that just like we (laughs) we all out here just trying to get the bag for charity that's what you gotta say we are (laughs) we all about the bag for charity (laughs) oh yeah yeah um, so what are some of the what are some of the uh, games you like typically like what are some of your go to's when you're doing like a charity stream or just like streaming in general that are like your go to's to like get the masses together to come and hang out. I know like um, I know some big ones are like Dead by Daylight, but like what are some other ones that you really like to throw in there to help out? So up until I want to say like middle of last year, I was primarily a Destiny 2 streamer. So that is where okay. A lot of my content came from a lot of my viewer base was and still sometimes is Destiny 2 players. Um with when it comes to that game, most of my interaction with my community would be in like the PvP sense mm-hmm. where I would just like have a team or I'd introduce like weird incentives. And 
the good thing about the Destiny community that I existed in is there's a lot of like shared community. Mm-hmm. So there's like a lot of people know me through like one of my other friends, Dan, and like they'll like come and support me because they like they know my energy. At the time, it was very it was a lot more chaotic than it was now mm-hmm. or is now. Um, they know my energy. They know what I'm about. And we use that. And I just kind of mold that into adding incentives, acting crazy on stream, <laughs> things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So I would say primarily Destiny 2. There are other games that like I've done charity streams for, where it's like Fortnite, of course, Dead by Daylight. Um, but I haven't really gone outside of that. Mm. Like just to add incentives and like bring people in for games. I'm getting into the pattern of playing games that like I never got a chance to play or that I'm interested in. Cause there's a lot of those. Yeah. That's nice. And I applaud you for sticking with one game specifically because my ADHD brain, I play like five games a week and it's a random assortment <laughs> of games a week. And I appreciate you sticking with Destiny 2 because I know that because and also I know that like Destiny 2 people like players are like really about Destiny. They're not about <laughs> anything else. They about Destiny. And don't you ever say like, oh, I play Destiny here and there because they're going to be like, oh, do you? <laughs> oh, do, do you? you? What's your favorite gun? Name your top 10 favorite guns. <laughs> 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 yeah <I'm, laughs> so i'm actually the reverse i so i recently kind of put destiny down realized that it was taking up too much of my life and okay too much of that whole thing <laughs> to where i was just like "Ooh, fortnite looks kind of cool i mm. played fortnite with some friends and i got interested in that and i was apex is over here i'm interested in apex now and mm. i play a lot of final fantasy 14 that's kind of what helped start this was a streaming nothing but final fantasy 14 for like Mm. several months and my entire chat just kind of slowly turning from people that watch destiny to people that really liked watching me play final fantasy 14 (laughs) that's that's cool that's cool as hell to see that to see that transition in final fantasy 14 i've never really uh gotten into it or like been a big mmo person um what is it what's the draw about it that really gets people into it i really would love to hear what 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 about it grasped you to make you want to keep playing it so first off the story the story that it like goes through like all the expansions is Mm -hmm. amazing um it like it sucks you in to the point where you when i was finishing up for the night it was like, oh, it's 2 a.m. I got to go to bed. I got work in the morning. I was like, but I kind of really want to keep playing Final Fantasy. <laughs> um, the the system is with Final Fantasy, like the controls are technical, but not too technical. Like mm-hmm. they have like controller input and a lot of people play on a controller and it's easy for them to do it. This is actually one of the first games that I played on mouse and keyboard. So mm. I hooked up a mouse and keyboard to my PS5 and kind of went from there. Um, and like the controls really, it made me feel 
kind of like I was doing more than I am used to. Mm-hmm. Um, that and just like the general community around Final Fantasy fourteen is a uh, very nice and helpful. A lot of times that like I've gone into a dungeon or a raid and I'm just like I have no idea what I'm doing. Between people in game helping me through the text chat and like my chat that are like people that have been playing Final Fantasy forever, they're like helping me out and giving me tips and things to do. It was just like it was a nice, helpful experience. And that kind of kept me around. Nice. Nice. Shout out to the shout out to the community on Final Fantasy 14 because it's it, jumping into any other game sounds like it's hell. So it's good to hear that like you were able to hop in and the people, the vets there were really open to you being in that space and helping you out with like learning the learning the ropes basically. Oh yeah. What are some uh What are some other games you were uh, were into uh, within the past year or so that you really uh, that really caught your attention or are you just like a one person or I mean one game or two game type of person uh so I've been trying to actually play more games I'm currently working through Forspoken okay um really liking that game just off of the gameplay and just like the the banter between the characters mm-hmm. um Final Fantasy 15 I am 7 remake or what really got me into the Final Fantasy series like mm-hmm. the one of the first games I played outside of Destiny when I started to make that turn was Final Fantasy VII Remake. And mm. I got so into the game and like the play style is just like, I really like Final Fantasy now. Oh no, Destiny's <laughs> taking up my entire life though. <laughs> <laughs> so it it just like there are several different games, and like there's games that I have on the back burner that like I play off stream. I play I'm replaying through Mass Effect currently off stream. I started on stream, but mm-hmm. I tend to get super into the world of Mass Effect to where like I'm not paying attention to anything else around me, sometimes including chat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I I decided to pick that up off stream. Um but yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh what are what are some games that you're looking forward to that's coming out in the um in the next year or so? I know we just we just started 2023. So what's some games you're looking forward to that's coming out this year? I haven't really looked into a lot of games that are coming out this year. Mm-hmm. I know I'm looking forward to Final Fantasy 16. That I think that's this year. I'm not sure off the top of my head. Um I'm like one of those people that like I don't remember a game is coming out until I see a really cool trailer. And then I like kind of hyper fixate on the game until I get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause that's that's what happened with Forspoken. I saw the trailer, the uh I think the demo came out, and a lot of people weren't happy with the demo, but I was like still looking at the gameplay. I was like, this looks pretty much like Final Fantasy 15, and I handled that game well. So yeah. I picked up that game and or Forspoken. I picked up Forspoken and like just handles really good to me yeah nice nice um it's hmm. I'm, I'm trying to think of like uh the final fantasy games are always amazing like look graphically amazing especially like seven looks amazing on the ps4 itself 
to where you'll like stop and be like, damn, this is a really good game. Like, fuck. Yeah. Like, it's it's beautiful. And then the seas Forspoken is kind of like that. It does seem like it is like the taking the ideas or like the or like the concept from Final Fantasy 15, but just expanding on it more and making his own IP kind of it kind of reminds me of uh, how they made Immortals Phoenix Rising off of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. When you think about it because of that, because of just like playing around with it and being like, all right, we're going to make our own world with own with all these things, too, and just expand on it and make it one of one of the better experiences. So yeah that's dope and 16 looks amazing um i just i don't i don't know how to uh i just don't know if i can dive into final fantasy personally just because it's a lot it's a lot to and are and i gotta ask one question are all the games tied together or no so they're not all tied together they do have little nods so and that's one thing that kept me like slightly intimidated by mm-hmm. Final Fantasy when I started 14 I was like you, you, y'all want me to play 1 through 13 too because I don't know if I could do that <laughs> um, but <laughs> luckily that none like all the games are separate I think the shared things like the gods like the names of the gods I want to mm-hmm. say are like there um like little character nods every once in a while, but it uh they are all pretty separate from each other. Okay. Good. That seems less stressful. Kind of like oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Cause if you had to play like one through thirteen just to get to fifteen, that would be it take a lot of time. That's how like Yakuza is sometimes too, honestly. You gotta play you gotta start from zero and work your way up. That's and why I'm holding off on Yakuza. <laughs> yeah see no yeah just play the spinoffs man all that shit yeah that's too much um yeah because you had to you honestly had to start playing when it first came out in like 2004 or whatever no actually like 2002 and then now you got to play this and then they got another one come well they just had like a remake of a spinoff which is dope that you can hop into which i suggest everybody do hop into that just because to get the feel of the mechanics and stuff because those games are dope but yeah no nah, i couldn't do that um <laughs> um so uh we're coming close to the end of the episode uh this is a time where i uh, give the floor to the guests to give off some positive affirmations to the community and the folks listening so this is your time to give off some positive affirmations some uh somebody said some t-shirt quotes so like if you got some positive t-shirt quotes or something like that or just words of wisdom for anybody listening right now so i'm gonna take a step back and let you step up and give off the good word sure um i guess the only thing that's been rattling around in my mind and it's like it is positive in a way but it is a harder lesson that i guess we as like a content creation community need to learn is that you're like if like when i started charity streaming there are a lot of areas of the world that like i didn't know i'm just like a random dude from like the South United States. So I guess I would say your, uh, your, your advocacy and your charity work and your care of other people should be intersectional to where like, if one person eats, we all eat. If one group of people 
is hurt by a thing, we stand behind them. Just, you know, be good to your fellow person. Don't like, don't, don't, don't be a dick. That's, that's all I got. <laughs> I love that. You know, it's, it's straight to the point. It's uh, easy for people to digest. I love it. <laughs> um, Mosh, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, where can the people find you on the socials and what can they expect when they tune into your content? Sure. Um, so you can find me talking nonsense on Twitter at Moshpat. You can find me talking nonsense live on twitch.tv backslash Moshpat. Um, <clears throat> most of my content these days is spent trying out newer games. Like I said, I'm currently working through Forspoken. Um, I have a list of games that are kind of like that, that I need to work through games that I didn't get a chance to play because I've been playing destiny for like the past five years or something like that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you can, you can find me there. Most of my content is either that we take breaks every once in a while to raise money for different charities. Like I said, we just finished to write love in her arms, which is a suicide prevention charity. Later on this month, we're going to be raising money for the Trans Women of Color Collective. Um, we also raise money for Project Hope, things of that nature. Uh, charities are passing my brain right now. National Children's Alliance is one that I'm going to be working with soon. But it just it, it's, it's a good time. Just a bunch of chaos energy, a bunch of people talking nonsense to each other in a chat and making fun of me while I'm bad at video games. is anybody really good at games or are they just like good better than the people that's in the room at the time you know they're better than me (laughs) 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 thank you again um and you can find us on social media on twitter tiktok uh instagram uh twitch coffee at ubg pod and as always thank you so much for listening to this episode Be happy, drink some water, and keep gaming.